welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, produced by the Brattleboro Historical Society and the Brattleboro Area Middle School. This past week, students from the Brattleboro Area Middle School visited the ST Organ Museum on Bird Street as part of a project to learn more about our community's past. At the museum's entrance, we met John Carnahan, who told us about the museum and the history of the SD Organ Company. When we got inside the museum, many students experimented with playing the 100-plus-year-old organs, which we found to be very different from pianos. One exhibit had an organ meant to go in a church that had 450 pipes coming out of it. The organ's low sounds came from manipulating foot pedals. Mid-range sounds came from one keyboard, and high-range sounds came from another. It was a very complicated machine that created extraordinary music. In another room, there are photographs on the wall showing the many steps it took to successfully make an organ. Every piece had to be exactly the right size in order for the notes on the organ to sound right. There are also photos of SD organs being used in different locations, like churches and even people's homes. Many people in Brattleboro know about the SD Organ Company, established by Jacob Esty in 1846, and some even remember when it was still operating. The SD Organ Company was extremely influential to Brattleboro and the surrounding area in the late 1800s and early to mid-1900s, employing around 600 people at its peak. When they were first built, the eight buildings that the company owned took up a huge area in Brattleboro and were powered by steam, which was popular at the time. Previous to their location on Bird Street, the SD Company had operated in three locations along the West Stone Brook. In the SD Organ Museum, you can see organs made in various locations. At two of the locations, fires occurred because so much wood was involved in the creation of the organs. Because of this, the most recent location was very fire conscious. Roofs and sidings were made out of slate. Sadly, a fire in 1990 destroyed half of one of the eight buildings. The SD Company made reed or pump organs which can be operated with feet as well as hands. In order to play the full-size organs, you must have good coordination, as many of the organs have multiple large keyboards, side cranks, foot pedals, and small wooden planks that are played by pressing down with your feet. The foot pedals make the sound louder or quieter and must be pressed at the same time as the keys on top. The Esty Company made many different types of organs, from huge church organs designed to have the greatest range and sound possible, to miniature child-size organs that only had about four octaves and could be folded up and carried. Part of the reason Esty organs were so popular for over a century was because they had variety and there were many different models to choose from. At the time, the Esty Organ Company was seen as a pioneer in equal rights for women. It is one of the few examples in the 1800s of women being paid the same amount as men in a factory location. Many women worked for the Esty Company. Another notable fact is that the famed inventor Henry Ford visited Brattleboro to see the Esty Organ Company. It is said that he got the idea for the assembly line partially from factories like the Esty Company. Jacob Essie was born in Hinsdale in 1814. He was one of seven children, 
His father was a farmer who faced financial challenges. In Jacob's later years, he spoke little of his youth, but his description could lead you to believe he was sold to a farmer in Hinsdale as an indentured servant. At the age of four, he began living with and working for the nearby farmer. When Jacob was 13, he ran away because, in his own words, I thought they whipped me too much when I didn't deserve it. A hired man helped Jacob run away after he saw the whip marks on Essie's legs and back. Jacob headed south to Massachusetts with a bundle of clothes and two dollars the hired man had given him. Jacob took odd jobs as a farm laborer and lived in fear of being found out and forced to return to Hinsdale to complete his work obligations to the farmer. Indentured servant contracts usually were enforced until 21 years of age or the death of one of the signees. When Jacob turned 17, he went to work for a plumber in Worcester, Massachusetts. He began to learn the growing trade of joining pipes for indoor bathrooms and running water. When Jacob was 20 years old, his father died, and Jacob then returned to Hinsdale. At the age of 21, he bought a Brattleboro plumbing business, and over the next 15 years, he became a successful businessman. In 1850, Jacob owned a two-story building along the Whetstone Brook and rented out part of it to an organ maker. The organ business eventually failed, and Jacob took over the business in 1855. This was the beginning of Estes' involvement with organ making. Jacob hired eight workers and began producing up to 75 organs a year. Estee would load a horse wagon full of organs and head over the mountains to New York, northern Vermont, Canada, and western New Hampshire. He would travel this circuit to sell the organs door to door. To quote Estee again, I didn't know a note of music. Sometimes I took a boy along to play on the organs, and sometimes I found someone in the vicinity to come into the farmer's houses and show them off. If I could get an instrument into a neighborhood, there's pretty sure to be a call for others. Before radio, movies, TV, and the internet, family home entertainment was found around an organ or piano. In 1857, the first SD organ factory, located where the Kyle Gilbert Memorial Park is presently, burned to the ground. SD rebuilt a larger factory across the road in the area now occupied by Plaza Park, and that too burned in 1864. SD rebuilt again further up the Whetstone Brook, where a lumberyard is currently located at the corner of Frost and Elm Streets. The flood of 1869 ruined most of the lumber stored by the brook, and the flood also compromised the foundation of the factory itself. It was then that Jacob Esty decided to move away from the Whetstone Brook and protect his factory from future floods and fire. He purchased 60 acres of land near Bird Street, built separate fire-resistant buildings, a fire pond, and employed his own fire department. He made the land above the factory buildings available for workers to buy so they could build their own homes, and the area became known as Estyville. We'd like to thank John Carnahan for telling us the history of the Estee Company and showing us around the museum. We'd also like to thank Brattleboro Area Middle School students for reading This Week in Brattleboro History. Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.